John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Welcome to the podcast. It's the You Up with Nikki Glaser podcast. It's the podcast version of the SiriusXM show that happens four hours every, uh, no, eight hours every week. Man, I really undersold myself there. Every morning, 10 to 12 Eastern on SiriusXM um, Comedy Central Radio, Channel 95. You can hear the show, but these are the best of from the week. Um, I'm here with Andrew Collin. We are in Phoenix, Arizona. If you're listening to this on a Friday, you can come see us tonight at Stand Up Live, which I'm looking at the building right now because we're at a Starbucks close by, as we always are. Um, We're in Phoenix. We're going to be here tomorrow, too. There are two shows Saturday, one show Friday. People are screaming around us just deal with the ambient noise because that's that's part of the charm of this podcast right andrew yeah it's so relaxing just i love phoenix where homeless people are yelling at us while we're just trying to do our art (laughs) (laughs) calling this art is so hilarious i'm just trying to do my art right now mom um yeah andrew are you are you okay yeah i'll be all right i'll be okay but i think uh you know we might get stabbed very soon here but hopefully we get through all four Really? Because there's a woman with a ba- uh, a baby stroller that um, actually I think she's homeless and it's packed with things, not babies. Hopefully not babies. It doesn't look like a maybe there's a baby in there. Do you think there's a baby in there? That's a meth stroller. That's yeah. just full of meth. Uh-huh. They have no teeth, but the baby looks healthy. <laughs> we haven't seen any evidence of a baby yet, but we're about to find out. No, we're not. She has it closed off. She's being pretty willy-nilly with that. It's like... I think that's how she gets more money. She goes, oh, here I am. I'm a struggling mother of one. We're just trying to make it. I just lost my job at Macaroni Grill. And I'm just trying to, you know, do the best I can. So anything you could help out me and my baby. Yeah, I feel like that is a thing that some people use. But sometimes it is the case. Like, they do have a baby. And it just so happens that they're not using it. It's just like they, they actually do maybe need extra help. Yeah, but in that case, then I definitely don't give any money. Yeah, that's not true. Do you give money to homeless people? Sometimes if I have a penny. (laughs) No, I do. I do. I try. I I definitely, it depends on their story. I can kind of see through bullshit, I feel like. I don't think most of us can. I think you think you can, and you don't know. But people always go, oh, those people make so much money. And I go, good. I'm not willing to sit out on the sidewalk and beg. So uh, that you that's a job. Yeah, it's not Good. A, then It's not an easy job. I mean, no. especially in the subway. I mean, it's not You've tried to, you know, there were some people tried to do filming of a stand up in the subway and it's the worst thing on earth. So imagine doing that and just getting denied constantly. You just can't be well shaven. You can't have a goatee and try to raise money. Oh, that's a good point. I've never looked at their like beard situation. You have like a, you could, I would believe you're homeless. You could walk out with this look right now and I'd be like, oh, that guy hasn't taken care of himself in a couple days. Yeah, that's how you hired me. (laughs) (laughs) That's essentially exactly how we started. How much time do you spend on your beard? I don't even understand, like that's a thing to women that we don't deal with at all is facial hair. I mean, some of us do. I shave every now and again because I get like a, a loose hair, but like, what do you do for this upkeep? Uh, none really. I mean, if it grows long enough, I'll shave my neck so then the beard looks more clean. But usually, I let it grow until I look homeless, and then I trim it. I, I'll do so like a trim. two, like a two razor, like okay. that you would use on your vagina. I would use on my face. 
No, I, we use a straight razor on our vagina. We don't use, like, different settings. Oh. What? You don't use clippers? What? <laughs> what? Clippers? You don't clip? You think that we use clippers? You use my clippers on your vagina. Yeah, because it was, like, a one-time thing where I was like, I've never even used these before. I think I told you in that moment. And because I had, like, really grown it out. So it's, like, before you use a straight razor, you have yeah. to, like, clip it first. And I had never had it that long. So I was like, yeah, but I, generally women do not use clippers on their vagina. Maybe we all they, learned, we learned something today. Yeah, I mean, look, the more you know, the, the less you feel. <laughs> someone said that. Someone great once said that. And then someone not so great repeated it just now. <laughs> I'm not good at quotes. I want I can't remember any quotes. Okay. I find those people that remember like like there's certain comics whatever, I'm not going to say names, but they remember quotes like word for word and it's like who are you doing this for? Like inspirational quotes or like joke quotes? No, like inspirational kind of quotes. Stuff. Like if you shoot for the moon, you'll land among the stars? Stuff like that. Or like they remember things from books. I don't know. I just feel like it's a real waste of time. It's like people that know a lot of like knowledge about wine. I just don't trust them. Yeah, I, I don't trust that either. It just seems like what are you running from that you need to know so much about this thing that just essentially is getting you drunk. Like that's what you like about it. If wine didn't get people drunk, no one would care about it. Think about that for a second. Anyone who's listening that's like, I love wine. If it didn't get you drunk, would you like it? The answer is no, you wouldn't. It's the only reason I had a kombucha yesterday and I was realizing it. I was like, this tastes disgusting. That Kombucha is not good. It doesn't taste good. The only reason I like it is because it has a trace amount of alcohol in it and it makes me feel loopy. And I like that feeling. But if you think you like the taste of alcohol, let me just tell you, you're lying to yourself. You truly are. And it, whatever you do like, it's what you've added to the alcohol to then. That's why strawberry daiquiris, that's why you used to put so much sugar in alcohol. It's because it's gross. I'm not going to get off on this diatribe, but I guess I just did. But no, I don't. What's a quote you remember? Is there any quote that you might live by? Um, my grandpa used to say, you want Mr. Five? <laughs> what is that? Do you want me to slap you? Yeah. Yeah. And I like, I remember that anytime I feel like I'm doing something bad. I just remember his big hand going, you want Mr. Five? <laughs> that is scary. Also, you're a guy that's been listening to motivational speeches, so you you tend to like some of this, like these platitudes and these like kind of trite sayings. There must be something about it that gets to you. you you're loving motivational spe speeches right now, right? Well, the guy that I like just literally just drops the F-bomb there. He's just like, don't be a fucking pussy, <laughs> you little fucking bitch. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It's something simple like that. I like very simple things. I don't like quotes where it's like, I know less about the quote. Like, it's like the moon rise. Or no, that was the one you just said. But like, like, you know, uh, you can't. You know, uh, the early bird gets the worm. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. The one that I find very I helpful that I, I do. I mean that one. It's like more specific, like from books that no one else knows, and they're like, well, um, um. What's the guy's name? Uh, like, like any author you're trying to think of? Yeah. <laughs> Just struggling to think of any author. Yeah, like... <laughs> Just name an author. Like John Steinbeck said. Okay. okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. I don't know what he said. But. I don't know what he said either, but the one quote that I sometimes reference that I remember, and I remember it like cutting through, it was, um, it's none of your business what other people think about you. I like yeah, that one. Yeah, no, it's Because the second like you go, what is he? Oh, he doesn't like me. And people go, it's none of your business. Then it makes it you feel bad that you're, like, prying. Mm -hmm. So then you don't, then you, like, kind of relinquish that kind of control. Anyway, let's get to Monday's show. Matt Fulcheron and Claire Parker were in studio, two friends of the show. Hilarious Matt Fulcheron, hilarious Claire Parker. 
Claire um, is dating someone, and she recently said, "I love you," wow. and uh, it was pretty major. And um, and we talked about the, the the phrase "I love you" and and the impact it has. Uh, this is Monday's show. Check it out. So then the next week we got drinks, and we like kind of been not inseparable, but I've slept over like the the week after that I slept over seven nights in a row. Wow. Who's counting? Me. <laughs> I am counting. I have a log. I have a bullet journal. <laughs> when we went to bed, when we woke, and this is crazy because I was sleeping over every night, and then we wake up and go to work, and like I like I have eyes on this guy truly twenty two hours out of the day. Like wow, <laughs> I know where he is all the fucking time. Yeah, I met Good up with him. you a couple weeks ago, like a week and a half ago or something, and you, um, he just sounds great. He's honestly the best. He like really is just like the greatest. And, yeah. Like, <laughs> so <laughs> I know literally nothing about you if you're listening because we know you are. But um, you sound great, and my friend Claire really likes you. And almost one would say love. Who would say that I did? <laughs> Let's talk about you dropping the L bomb. Well, here's the thing: is like I feel like I'm a decisive person. Like when I go shopping, I'm like, no, 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 yes, and then I'm done. I'm not somebody that hems and haws. Me I don't. Too. I like make a choice. I stick with it. I know, like. I know what I want and I get it. And like I feel like with this guy, like I saw him in the office. I was like, that's I the one it. I want. And I want it. I, I like it. Yeah, I like it. I got it. Like yeah. and I did. And I feel like I you knew You tried it on. And like we hung out one time and I was like, oh, I'm like, this is what I want. This is exactly what I thought it would be. Perfect. And so like day three, I was like, oh my God, I love him. <laughs> like I do. Like I just like I was like, this is exactly like because I spent like two months building him up in my head, and then somehow he was exactly who I'd built up in my yeah. head. So yep. I had been like dreaming about it, and then it was there. And also, I'm a very... I just talk so much. I say so many words. It's going to come out eventually. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? you're honest. It's like a monkey with a typewriter. And I feel like it really is like word vomit. Like, I just feel so compelled to say everything I'm thinking that I've been like holding it in for five weeks anyway. And then I had like two drinks. Mm-hmm. And I went... It always comes out dr- drunk. Well, also like I was drunk because I was like, I just want to get it over with because I'm like, I can't hold... Like, I just like look at him in the morning. I'm like, I love you so much. Yes. <laughs> And I just said, okay, I was like sitting in front of him. We were like watching a movie and I said it in the most pouty. I was just like, I love you so much. And like, like you're not even happy about it. I like I like turned into the couch like a, and oh my God, he's so cute. He just kind of like squeezed me a bunch. Oh, he just kept like yeah, rubbing that's... and squeezing and being like, and then we were just like in silence for 10 minutes. He was like, you want to go sleep? <laughs> that we is... literally had to sleep it off. So you didn't Did he give get you a physical back. thumbs up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I can work with this. Give me three weeks. Yeah, three weeks you're and a snake. That. I'll get that love. That, there's no problems here. No, and then yeah. I mean, it was like he's fine. on a three week delay. Yeah, he'll That's be there. Um, and then was, like we were going to bed. He's like, I think you're the best. And I was like, I'll take it. No, the best is pretty good. And like he texted pretty... me like last night. You're like, gonna end up loving the best. Like last night, he's like, I think you're great, and you make me really happy. Just like because I was like, all right, night. And like so, I feel like he doesn't want to say it because the thing is, I know I'm a psychopath, so that's why I'm not like upset about it because I'm like, no, it is insane that like. 20 days in I'm like don't make you love me Let's yeah move you know in. that's like, too soon and I know and I'm crazy whatever. but he's like cool with how crazy I am yeah it and so he's like, like he's... taking it in stride <laughs> oh man this is gonna be fun <laughs> it really is I was dying for my ex-boyfriend to say I love you and it took him a year and a half and it was a year and a half I would break up I couldn't take it I, I, tr- I it. did I so I did he say he loved other things and you get all excited like oh. I love olive oil yep <gasps> <laughs> and you're like you motherfucker 
motherfucker. Yep. Wrong word. Oh, every time he said love, I would note it. Like when he could say it to his family or to like, I love her, like a girl he worked with. Like, she's great. I love it. Like every time I clocked it. And Mm -hmm. and because it was, I was becoming obsessed. Because I wanted Did to you say, say it, it so bad. First? No, because I was like, with this guy, I like changed ever, all my things. I was like, I'm not doing anything first anymore. Like, I am not going to make the first move. Like, I need everything. To, like, because this is, just hasn't worked for me in the past. Mm-hmm. Not. You need the the, the so base coach to wave you in on this one. Always. But this guy, it eventually got to the place where I was like, he's not going to say it. And I, this is very upsetting to me so I just called him and I was like I feel like I am at a place where I love you and I could say that and you are not anywhere near that and he was like yeah I don't I don't say I love you like I just don't think that that's like a thing that anyone needs to say I think it's a made up thing and I go well you say it to your mom you say it to your sister you say it like <laughs> on March 3rd I know we were at the McDonald's drive through and you said I love this shamrock goes, shake what is love what is like what he was just trying to kind of evade the, the concept of love and like yeah I could say it to you but I don't know what that like who why do you need it like you, I wouldn't be with you if I didn't want like all these things that I was kind of like and he had just gotten before me uh what long before me but he had been in a relationship with a girl that I really admired like she was older than me and she just has it all together she's like a really badass bitch and I'm like and I go have you never said I love you in a relationship and he's like like high school and like never only when I didn't mean it right <laughs> Right. Well, that's my thing in movies when they're like, I just can't say I love you. I'm like, then lie. To me, it's that's so much I just, just hearing the words. To me. I like to just hear them. I know. That's what I, I like want to say them. I like to hear them. I don't think they mean anything. You're so right, Claire. <laughs> I was that close to just being, just lie to me. Like, I so that's what I'm asking you to do here, bud. That was Monday's show. We're back here at Starbucks in Phoenix. Again, we're going to be in Phoenix all weekend long. Tonight, one show. Tomorrow, two shows. I can't believe we only have one show tonight. Andrew Collin and I are at Stand Up Live in Phoenix, Arizona. One show Friday. I don't know what I'm going to do with my night. I don't know. It's like we have so much. I mean, we'll definitely not do anything, but there's a few things to do around here. There's bowling. There's a Copper Blues Club. There's, there's bowling? Yeah. Do you ever bowl? When's the last time you bowled? Um, I, I, oh, it was like when, um, when I had an MTV show, we did like a bowling thing with our staff, and I had a huge crush on one of the guys we were working with. And the whole time I was just trying to look cute for i just remember that being the main focus it's just like look cute when you bowl i feel like a lot of times when you go on first dates and the girl's like i don't i don't my arms are too you know what i mean they like play like like off this little like cutesy thing and like can you help me i'm a damsel in distress damsel yeah it wasn't even that it was like it wasn't a first date where i was like pretending to be a weak woman i mean i'm not like good at bowling there's no way to ever be good at that but um like it uh yeah, I was just constantly aware of his presence. You know, when you like like someone, and you're just like, and then I was getting upset because I felt like he w- didn't like me, and um, and he might be flying into town tonight to bang me. So that's exciting. That guy that I was trying to impress at that bowling game, who had no idea we might be bowling tonight with him. Oh my god. Yeah, because we only have one show. I was like, I might fly in some some D. Yeah, not strange. You never get strange. It's always got to be. Something no, it's co- it's uh, common. What's the opposite of strange? It's um expected. Familiar. familiar. I'm getting some familiar tonight. Yeah. Something I know exactly what I'm getting. Andrew might get some strange. I'm going to get some familiar. Tried and true. <laughs> Tested. Accountable. Other words. Yeah, word. Brody Stevens. Positive push. Um, yeah, so we're in Phoenix chilling um, at a Starbucks in between podcast. Um 
or uh, episodes from the show. We're gearing up for Tuesday's show, which just remembering it was that was a fun show. That was just a couple days ago. Yeah, I mean, one of our favorite actresses ever was in it from one of our favorite movies, Coyote Ugly. Yeah. We never knew that we loved this movie, that we both had an appreciation for this movie. Yeah, Piper Parabo from Coyote Ugly. She's promoting a show on Netflix called Turn Up Charlie. She stopped by the studio. Ian Fidance was also there. And Nate Craig, who is hilarious, and you can go see him on tour. Yeah, he's in the show Maniac, too. But, God, what a great show this was. I'm so... Life is so good. Yeah. Like, this is pretty... I can't believe this is my week already. Piper pa- Parabo came into studio. And Andrew and I both didn't know that we both loved the movie Coyote Ugly. I referenced it early on in the conversation, and then I got back to it. And then you'll see what happens. Just enjoy this conversation with Piper Parabo from Tuesday's show on You Up with Nikki Glaser, Ian Fidance, Nate Craig, Andrew Collin, me, Piper. Go. Before you have to run, I want to talk to you about Coyote Ugly. I'm sorry to, to bring up this. I love that movie. I hey, really do. I'm, when they're on the roof, like at the end, yeah. Oh, don't, don't you hijack this. I'm oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I got excited. Minutes. I got excited. I got excited. It's one of my all-time favorite movies. I didn't know movies. that. Okay. My bad. It is. It, I love that you've seen Coyote Ugly, but you haven't seen The Wire. This is like the greatest thing that's, that's ever happened I, to me. I was going to say to you, it is The Wire for me. It was so important to me as like a, a girl who was like, I'm going to move to New York Sunday and like do it and you were even like kind of DJing in that in that movie like I remember you like on your piano and like a little like loop machine yes the loop machine you were like you were already doing that kind of thing you were so good in that you were was that your real singing voice was they they just did another wait it's so shocking literal I mean I I mean I I was convinced it was I mean because when we did the movie I recorded the entire album no yes I did and then they (laughs) literally I had like piano lessons and guitar (laughs) lessons and dance lessons and I'd be at the studio at night recording the album and then after the movie was finished they were like they don't love your voice and I was like give me a it's kind of fucking late guys (laughs) and they said we're gonna have Leanne Rimes loop all yeah. so she that's right like, Leanne but Rhymes. I kept thinking about it. West Side Story because you know that's not really um, Natalie Wood right so no. I was like and guess what Natalie doesn't Wood. take that's Alba, Alba, actually it? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't take from that movie at all that it wasn't her voice <laughs> and I, you know going in that it wasn't and it doesn't take from yours either I mean Thanks. you were fantastic in that movie and I just I saw it so many times I remember where I saw it you were and and speak about handsome I mean where's that guy that was that the Lisa. Australian oh. he's like the, he's the yeah. judge on like Dancing Four. with the Stars like UK or whatever really? like you can go be on that I show and to get on that show I think he's married with a baby though. I, I think I knew that from Instagram because I think a couple of years ago I was like what is what that is guy up yeah, to yeah, yeah. maybe he'll see my blue check mark and I was like oh uh, has a family uh, living a great life he's like literally Really the nicest guy in the world. Um, okay, tell me about when you got that role because you—that was your first big breakout role. It's a lead role in a movie with like a bunch of stars. Did you know it was gonna be what it was gonna be? No, I, mean, I didn't know anything. I mean, what did you? What did you know? What like did you? Nothing. Think? I knew how to act. That's all I knew how to do. When you got the call that okay, did it feel like when you got the call that you were gonna be the lead on Coyote Ugly? Was it similar to the scene in Coyote Ugly? <laughs> When you find out your song is like going to be played, like I remember lots of jumping up and down in elation with John Goodman. Did you call John Goodman when you found out? <laughs> Did he work in a in a toll booth? Yeah, yeah. he works in a toll booth, New Jersey. Oh, I got Can't the call. The... It was like the assistant of my manager was at the Knicks game. Okay, and so I answered myself. 
phone. I'm like, hey, Jonathan. And he was like screaming, but then something was going on in the game. And so I couldn't hear him over the crowd. And he was like screaming and screaming. I'm like, are you okay, bro? I thought you, are you at the game? And he, and then like I could hear through the crowd. He's like, you got it. <laughs> you got that fucking move. And I was like, oh my God. Like I was you- in shock. Shock. I'm still I, in shock. I mean, the, to get the lead, because like when you're a relatively unknown actress, to get a lead in a movie is not something that happens a lot. You almost like audition for it going, I hope they throw me somewhere else in this thing. Yeah. I mean, and, I mean I'm, I'm I sure you had extensive callbacks, so you were you knew you were down to like I had two done of you. a screen test, <sighs> but then I also had seen people coming and going from the screen test, so yeah. I knew who so was going knew in who on it. Was, was and being like, yeah, and like, I knew Jerry Bruckheimer wanted someone like a new person, mm. but I was also like, I saw flashdowns. I don't look like Jennifer Bales. You know what I mean? I'm like, mm. and when they and say they're looking for a new person, they, sometimes that's just like what your agents tell you just to give you they hope. They say that, and then and they then they go like, with the famous. Right. They always go with the famous, and that's why it's like so cool that you got that role because you were like, all of a sudden it was like, who is this girl? And then everyone is on board. I remember being on board instantly being like, this is my new muse. Like, I I loved you, love so, you love much. so much. I loved your style in yeah. it. I loved the way you acted. I, you just were so freaking good. And Thank you. And it's so cool to meet you because, it, yeah, that movie meant so much to I'm me so and Andrew, yeah, clearly. Yeah, yeah, I do. I what? remember it very well. The I mean, coat, when you're wearing his coat. Right. I don't yeah. know. I don't yeah. know if I remember whose uh, coat am no, I wearing. That's that's, never mind. I remember the guy that wore the hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. Remember the shoes? Everybody had shoes. I think you're wearing the guy's coat. <laughs> what would you? And you have f- nothing else on, and then you're playing oh, guitar. Oh, that was so hard. Probably. Yes. Probably. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Thank no, you. No, he walks like, in. Wearing the coat. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I wore a lot of coats in that movie. I'm sexy. No, 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 <laughs> in the winter in New York. You're only wearing a coat. That's the only, only, yeah. Now it's yes. more clear to me. Okay. She's only wearing a Where's coat. Where's the coat? <laughs> Where's the coat? Yeah. It's at Planet Hollywood, uh, <laughs> Houston. Survey says, um, I would coat. love to go see that coat. Oh, uh, my God. If totally that would have been on Planet is. Hollywood when I was a kid, I would have freaked the hell out. If I should have kept the wardrobe. I never thought about it. But you're so sick of the clothes when you finish a movie because you've Worn them so, so much, much, and they're just, like gross. And they did a good job in that movie of like you were really roughing it. Like I felt like that was a. Re- it wasn't like watching Friends where it's like these people could never afford this apartment. Like you were in a crappy apartment. In it that was movie. a real crappy apartment. How long did it take you guys to <laughs> shoot that? Did you have so much fun shooting it? Was it your first movie? Like what was that like? We had so much fun shooting it, and we shot all the exteriors here in New York. Mm. And I live in New York, so I was so happy to be home. Oh, like that's I nice. would walk to work. It was so fun. Oh, fun. I worked, and we shot a lot of the exteriors in meatpacking, and it was before meatpacking had really become like cool. There was still like butchers and everything. Yeah. There. So I remember one night we were shooting, and I, I was like, it's cold, but it doesn't seem that cold. The puddles are frozen, but the puddles were all fat, congealed fat that had been Ew. like washed out of the butchers. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's meatpacking. Oh, my God. Wardrobe <laughs> loved you. Yeah. <laughs> no, they were yeah. like, careful with those ponies. <laughs> oh, my. And when you walk by a Coyote Ugly bar now, do you ever want to? pop in and just be like it's me yeah like, you're welcome I, I mean i you have to do that i was i went to nashville with some of my friends a couple weekends ago to hear music and there's a coyote ugly bar they're yeah. like i saw the poster when i came out of the airport yeah and my friends were like 
we gotta go. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you guys, it would be hell for me. Like, first of all, I'm gonna have to like, what, perform? Get on the bar. I'm 42. Right. Like, oh, I'm right. not gonna like yeah, get up on the bar with a bunch there. of like, totally shit-faced people and be mm-hmm. like, let me like, do a little dance number. Like, oh, why yeah. would I don't that want be you to fun? Have to dance. I just want you to be like, I was in the movie and everyone like, I just want you to take a picture there and post it on your Instagram. Like, I just wanna see you there the again. Good, just for myself. The perk of it is when you go into a bar and it's a female bartender who knows the movie. Yes. Because then your drinks are great. Oh, uh, yeah. When it's a. That's well, the good part. Maria Bello type. But wasn't she the. Exactly. The, she was well, the manager. Yeah. She was so cool. God, that movie was cool. That? We need. And I know you've talked about a reboot where Tyra had, like, tweeted at you or DM'd you, like, let's do it, girl. And you're like, I'm ready. And you're like, well, we kind of. And everyone's like, do it. And you're like, we need a script. <laughs> I am. If anyone's listening, because people are listening. Let's get that script going. We need an, a Coyote Ugly too. It was such an inspirational movie to young girls. It was sexy. It was fun. Coyote Great positive. music. Coyote, Coyote positive. positive. It was so good. <laughs> that was Tuesday's show. Moving on to Wednesday's show. We that was such a fun one too. You've introduced me to so many great new friends, including Claire Parker. Um, and then now Brendan Ayer, one of my favorite guests we've had recently. This was his second appearance on the show. You can follow him on Instagram at Airbud, E-Y-R-E, Bud. He's at Go Bananas next weekend in Cincinnati. If you're listening to this, go see Brendan Ayer tape his, um, record his album at Go Bananas Comedy Club March 28th through the 30th at Go Bananas in Cincinnati. He was in studio on Wednesday with Andrew Collin, who is with me right now. Hey, what's, hey, everybody. You heard me on the last segment. But, yeah, Brendan is great, great comic. And uh, he really, I think Nikki and him really bond over uh, hating me secretly and to my face. Mm. Which is nice. It's, which is nice? Yeah, it's great. It's great to, be, to know exactly how your friends feel about you, especially <laughs> when it's all negative. It's not all negative. <laughs> Hate and love are so close together that... It's it really helped me. I feel like since that day I've kind of released some of my anger at you that I don't even know where it comes from. I feel like it was good to talk about it with someone who also feels this anger at you. <laughs> because I struggle with it. Whenever you're like in a good mood, I I don't like it and I want it to cease and I really have to investigate that feeling in myself because why would I want my friend to not be happy? Why would it annoy me so much? Brendan Air um he talked me through it, and he feels the same way. And he helped me understand where this might be coming from. And you're about to hear that. Any final thoughts before we get into this clip? Yeah, I just uh, I think it comes from I don't know if you if you're not happy. I don't think you want me to be happy. Mm-hmm. So you don't want me to be happier than you. That that is definitely it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I think that's a common feeling. Like when you're not having a good time, and someone's like has this positive energy around you, you're just like. Get out of here with that. Like, you be on my same level. And I know your life. You have nothing to be happy about. Yeah, that's true. But I do feel <laughs> like, I do feel like, though, there's times where, like, you'll turn on, like, on the radio this morning, like, you turn it on. And when you turn it on, you're the happiest, like, most fun, funniest person I know. But you feel so comfortable with me sometimes, I feel like you don't have to feel like you want to turn it on. If anything, it might make you want to turn it off more. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, I really go, I, I can be pretty um, boring and introverted around you and really turn it off. Because when I turn it on, it takes a lot of energy to be happy. And I don't feel, that's why we're such good friends is I don't feel the need to, I can be nicer to you and I'm going to work on that and I'm going to continually work on it. And it sucks that I even have to work on that. I'm sorry as your friend that I am a pill to be around so much of the time. But I do pay you, so that's part of it. I I am your boss. Yeah. 
it's weird. And so you can't really be that mean to me. Well, no, because you really, I mean, if we really. But want. you can be. No, I am mean to you at times. Good, good. Yeah, like when I called out your age earlier today or yeah. like I always like say stuff behind your back and stuff to mm-hmm. people and ruin your name. So like if you're going down, it's going to be because of me and the logs, the logs I've been taking. Well, it, it, I would, I hope that you talk about me behind my back because I, there must be so many frustrations you have with me and you got to get it out somewhere. And so if I found out you were talking shit about me behind my back, I'd be like, of course he is. Of course, of I'd course you are. I'd be a monster if I was like, nah, she's great. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if you never talked about me behind my back? And and I don't need to ever talk about you behind your back because I say everything I feel about you to your face. I really do. Yeah, no, I know. I got to start. I pretty much tell you what I feel. Yeah, yeah. We, we're, we are good at communicating with each other. Um, all right. So here you're going to hear us kind of work through what we just worked through again, and we're going to continue working through it. This is Wednesday's show with Brendan Ayer. He calls me the second week opening for you and just oh, i answer boy. the phone and he just goes bruh i'm unstoppable <laughs> i don't think that's the that case is, this is this that's is, so true this is what you do bruh. you come on this show bruh, and I, you just lie you just bruh, lie i'm unstoppable you are a I'm goddamn liar there. Fucking Andrew, I know you said that. I did I not say no, I've never said, said unstoppable in my oh, life. You, you said say you're unstopable. unstoppable all the time. No, I do not. You go I have no confidence. <laughs> you, you, I'm unstoppable, man. Like I've I never know said, you that. said that. I've never said that. He for one hundred percent. Maybe unbeatable. <laughs> Un- <laughs> you said, bruh. No, no. Hello. No. How are you, bruh? I'm unstoppable. You're, you're, you are insane. It's, you're an insane. It's 100% you are true. insane. I would bet good money. Andrew, I don't think you realize that you said that, but you were on this kick early on where you were killing a lot and you weren't used to it because I have good crowds and like you're not used to those and you were killing and you had this new skip, skip in your step that was like, I'm unstoppable. And I let it go, but I know you said that at one point. No way, you were man. feeling it hard. Look, I do I feel good after a good show? Sure. Do I do at first was I like oh, this is great everything's great but now I'm just like okay this yeah is I good. know but like you did say I'm unstoppable I did not say I'm unstoppable. are you are you I, honestly gonna say you didn't call me and say that I think he doesn't you, think he did are you honestly I honestly feel like I did not say honest, unstoppable you're honestly gonna I say that to conversation didn't happen I mean something around that might have <laughs> what did you did you immediately call it out or what did you do no did because kinda... no because I knew he was killing. Yeah. And I know that's a good feeling. I didn't. I, I I was like, yeah, you're good. You know, like, and I also know, like, you fucking kill and you have crowds that come out to see you. Like, I understand the feature spot that it's like, it's a, the sweet spot. Like, yeah. for those of you guys that, that don't do stand up or listening or most of you, like, the middle part is the fucking easiest you know like yeah. that's just how it is i'm Which not taking, acknowledge i'm not taking anything yeah. away from me I or acknowledge andrew all the time. It's just, yeah no so do i yeah. like I, I still middle sometimes and like uh uh so i didn't argue with him i was right. like yeah yeah you i mean i'm sure you're killing but yeah. also like in my mind i was like okay well we'll see like wait till you're wait till you 
kick up a notch and you're fucking headlining the second yeah. show Saturday at the fucking Looney Bin and nobody knows your name, like, see how that one goes. I think that's it, is that I think that he, when I see people get confidence or get excited about something going on, I just, I know that there's a crash on the other side of it, so I just want to be like, don't you get too cock, don't yeah. get too, like, if you, like, if people get with confidence when they lose weight, I'm like, you're gonna gain it back. Just, right. Like, I, I guess I just am, like, kind of a nihilist when it comes to that stuff, so I, because I've been burned by myself so many times so yeah. I think that's why I'm just like this new energy because you've worked out twice is just it's worthless Six because times. it's gonna go seven away seven times now seven times see you seriously eight and a half times yeah. no look I get it but I think that like you do get annoyed when I'm like happy yes I and do. I don't understand that and it, 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 like I don't get it like it, it it's weird that you react that way I think yeah because, I, that's why I'm because, trying to deconstruct it I don't get yeah, because it because I don't I don't think that I'm like <laughs> I'm the best. I'm everything's great. I don't do that. I really don't. And I'm I'm still very insecure and I'm still very I'm not like rubbing it in people. I'm not like Yeah, yeah my yeah. grind. I'm killing it. No, I, I don't never know. fucking do that. I think there's so something it's like, wrong with me. That no, I no, no, don't, no, 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 no. No, don't tell her that nothing's wrong with there's her because there's nothing there is, wrong with you. No. That's not because true. That, that, I should You're just wish my that. friend to be happy. Well, I, I don't I don't know you well enough to say there's nothing wrong with you, but I will tell you this. In this instance, there's nothing wrong with you. Because okay. there is there is and it's not his fault. It's not his fault. And I love Andrew. And I, I I'm really say, grateful you're here right now because I do feel like you have some of the same thing I do, which well, is like and okay, so why am I not crazy? Because of this. Because and me and Andrew have been friends. I'm probably your longest friend in New York comedy. Probably. Maybe You maybe. were my friend. <laughs> but but you have and you your have Your friendship was unstoppable, you, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, it was it's stoppable right now. <laughs> you do have an unintentional uh when you get happy, you have an unintentional arrogance. Okay. That's not. That's totally not your fault. But it's fucking annoying. Yeah. And you know, you know that. And it's the same with me. My, my, my. I, I have that cockiness where I do the same shit. So it's. I get it. Like we get along because we get it. But you do. He has a thing where he doesn't try to. But he's like coming off as arrogant, and you're like, you need to chill for a second. Like, you know what I'm talking about? You don't do it on purpose. You're not going what you said, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. but you are saying stuff like, "Man, I just fucking killed out there." And it's but like, I don't do that anymore. I think I've learned. I think since you've known me, uh, first of all, we haven't hung out that much in the last year. We yeah, really haven't. Yeah. I wonder why. Yeah, because I you called left you. Me. I you called became you. Famous. I you called you. I called you and left four me. days ago, and you didn't call me back until yeah. you were at this fucking place here. Yeah, and you know why I don't why? answer? Because you call me with FaceTime, and two adults. <laughs> That's not don't true. Need, Check your call log, no, bitch. I called you regularly. Adults don't need to FaceTime. FaceTime is for phone sex or looking at babies. Period. What if I help you suck your own dick? What if I help you suck your own dick? Right? Do two adults need to FaceTime? I hate. FaceTiming. I think it's so I called him weird. regular. I called him regular and he didn't call me back. Okay. He's 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 screened my calls. This motherfucker he acts all like, oh you he fucking screens my calls I don't multiple screen your times. Calls. And then I text him, I go, You screened? And he's like, Oh well I'm I'm sad right now. I can... yeah, yeah, I mean I sometimes have... you don't want to talk on the phone and that's fine. No, but I get that. I get that. But but he's acting like he's Mr. like like I'm try I've tried to be your friend just as much like I'm not trying I, I never big time you. In my mind, 
Yeah, no, of course you didn't big time me because I'm bigger than you. <laughs> no, but you're in, not. Uh, yeah, you're fatter. What? <laughs> you're fat bitch. See, that, that, see that's me. <laughs> yeah, that that's is me. That's really no. me. Oh, now what, I'm you know, mean. You know, now well, I went too far. The thing is you're far. not fat, so it's, that's why you fat. said it. I, but you know I have issues with that. Why <laughs> would you say that? <laughs> you know the I have fact issues that he said with you saying that I'm not. arrogant. What? Why, why when you go at me, is it not Stop arrogant shaming him. <laughs> because, yeah, see, arrogance is one thing. I said unintentional arrogance, first we of all. We all know he's I don't think you want to be fat. <laughs> oh my god! Fucking ass. <laughs> but listen, okay. Coming from a guy, you, you lost three pounds and now you're getting on a. I've gained pet. it back. I've oh gained it yeah, back. yeah. That was uh, Wednesday's episode, and now we're back uh, in Phoenix at Starbucks. Classic Andrew and Nikki. Classic. Just we're here. Nikki gets a coffee, I get a juice, and uh, yeah, you know, it's classic. I don't know if we'd ever come here if I didn't follow you here. If you, you mean, you would you ever go to Starbucks? I'm not a coffee drinker. No, you would never go here. I'm the one that brings us here all the time, too. If it was I, up to me, we'd be eating t- turkey at uh, Jimmy John's. You oh, my God. If you had to follow me to Jimmy John's and just, you don't eat turkey and you just have to watch me eat a turkey. Listen, I was on the road for a very long time with headliners, and I would do whatever they wanted to do. And by the way, I I try to appease your tastes. I went to lunch with you yesterday and watched you eat. Yeah, at a health place that you got a, a brew. No, but I I put up with your taste. I've watched you eat Jimmy John's. It was one of the most disgusting moments of my life. We were in Bloomington, Indiana, and he was trying to be low-carb Andrew, and so he goes into Jimmy John's and he gets a turkey sandwich with mayo, extra mayo, and in a lettuce wrap, which is just iceberg lettuce. It's falling apart. I was watching him eat it. I, I can't believe I didn't document that. I mean, I think it was honestly, yeah, I didn't. You took I, a picture of it. You took a picture of it. It was probably too disgusting to post because it was just revolting to watch. So I don't let him buy those lettuce wrap things anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, you want to go to uh, a, a spring training baseball game tomorrow with me? I might go to that if the if there are other people going that make it fun. I, I might go. I love baseball. I love going to baseball games. You don't know that about me. No, but sometimes I just feel like I don't ask you to do things because I just already know the answer. Like the other day, like in Raleigh, when my brother went out to lunch, and you're like, you didn't you didn't call me, and I was like, yeah, but I felt like you definitely wouldn't. Have but I told you to call me. That's before I went to, I go, hey, if you go to lunch, let me know and text me. And you didn't. Yeah, but then the next day I asked you and you said no. Because that day I didn't feel like it. And it was at his house. I didn't want to go to like your brother's house and like have to meet his kids and his wife and like the and see the dog and like the cabinets. (laughs) He doesn't have kids, first of all. It would have been so chill. You like play it off like it's a big thing to meet, like to sit in the house. But it would have been like, and we weren't even at the house for more than three minutes. No, I, honestly, I would have gone there. I do. I like your brother, and I know that he doesn't have kids. Now that you said that, um, but I didn't do it because I had work to do. I was like at a Starbucks doing work, and then I had to go get a facial. There were things I had to do, but like, yeah, I, I did want to be invited on that first one. Okay, all right. I just don't like being rejected or like feeling like I'm bothering. No, it's easy for me to say no. And I, if you ask me to do something, that's the thing. People always go, I don't want to bother you. It's like, what is the harm in me saying no? It's not like I'm going to hate you because you asked me. Like, even asking for favors when comedians, if there are comedians listening and you're like, I don't want to bother a comedian by asking for a guest set, 
If you ask me for a guest set, which if you're not a comedian, a guest set is like doing five minutes on a headliner show. It's, it means nothing to me. If you bomb, I don't care. I can still recover. I will always give away guest sets. If you ask for one, I will give it to you. That is a secret I am revealing right now. Now, if you ask for a second one and you haven't done one on the, well on the first one or if you're annoying to be around, I won't let you do it again, but I'll always let you do it the first time. Asking... And if I say no to you, I don't hate you if I say no. People are so scared of hearing no, um, including myself. Like, that's why I don't, like, shoot my shot with guys is because I feel like I don't want to be rejected because I have been a lot. But that's different because if you ask a guy out or you, like, try to, like, if you're like, hey, we should bang sometimes. Do you, are you feeling this? And they're like, no. Then you're like, oh, well, now I've changed our dynamic. Whereas if you get asked for a guest set, you haven't changed the dynamic if I say no. Yeah, but I like Jimmy John's more than I like you know pussy so wait that doesn't that analogy i don't understand what's happening here i don't either no so i'm saying like if i'm asking you to go to jimmy john's with me it's more uh intimate than if i asked you to hook up no no because i get i just go no i don't want to go to jimmy john's then i go take a nap and i think nothing of it i'm not like andrew keeps bugging me about jimmy john's where if you asked me to hook up and i said no to you that would change our dynamic forever because i would know then that you were into hooking and i'd be like oh, I can't deal with this now, and then I wouldn't invite you out anymore. So the the stakes are so low when you're asking me to go to lunch that I can reject you, and it doesn't change anything. Yeah, but this is the thing, though, is, like, sometimes, like, you're not as chill. You know, you're not, like, a real laid—you're sometimes very laid back, and then other times you're the complete opposite. So I don't know what Nikki I'm getting sometimes. Right. So then I'm on eggshells sometimes. Okay, I don't like that. You shouldn't be on eggshells, but I do have that personality. Like I do. I'm not I'm not that nice. It's not that I'm not nice, but I'm just like a little bit snippy. But the thing is, when I'm snippy in those moments, let me just say, I'm never harboring I'm not keeping that resentment and like hating you the rest of the day. I, I release it as soon as I get some caffeine in my system. That's usually why I'm in a bad mood. Yeah, just co- get a coffee in you, give you 10. Give me an Ivy of monster energy and I'll be in a I'll be in a rockin' tude ready to meet your brother. This is like couple therapy, but we're not talking to anybody and we're not a couple. Like <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's get to uh, Thursday's clip. This is um, me, Andrew, and a a cop that showed yeah. up. He's a fan of Sirius XM. Uh, Noah, my producer, knew him because he's just been uh, listening to Sirius Forever. He is friends with a lot of people in the building. He wanted to sit in on the show and just listen. And then I just brought him into the mix. So we got to um, have cop talk. Cop questions with Sergeant Marty. Here we go. Yeah, you got to be within three as inches. As a woman who worries about her safety walking out at night, people always tell me, get mace, get a taser, get um, a self-defense tool. What would you recommend is the best way to stay get faster. safe? I don't know if I'm the expert on it, but I don't like mace or pepper spray. My biggest fear with paper, uh, mace or pepper spray is when we've used it, you, you ask a lot of cops, we're the only ones that now the guy's walking around, he's fine. We're the ones that are washing out our eyes. <laughs> the wind's going to blow. You're outside, yes. you're jogging in Central Park, and you spray the mace at this guy. It blows back on you. Now you're completely defenseless. Yes. Because now you're not grabbing for him or scratching him or pushing him, mm-hmm. you're wiping your eyes. You're right. in pain. So if the wind's blowing in the wrong direction, you're going to get hit. I'd rather, you know, you hit yeah, something. But, but she'll look more unattractive. Yes. Which causes the guy to yeah, maybe not want Yeah, guys hate when want. girls are crying. 
Yeah, so maybe he'll walk right. away. Maybe he will so, see yeah, maybe it's a good move to pepper spray yourself. No, I always feel that way when I've had pepper spray in, in the past. Like, you, first of all, and you, you got to get claw. it ready. You have, the... you, have, you have to get the you have to get the nozzle ready, yeah. and then you have you to point it in the right it. direction. The wind. You're right. There's so many things that doesn't seem to me a good solution to no. safety. No. What do you find is I, I, taking you a really self-defense had to carry class? Is that in a self-defense class learning, but. A w- situational awareness is probably the biggest self-defense. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you're not looking down on your phone the whole time walking, you're going to notice somebody behind you. But something more blunt, because a knife, even if you had a knife and it was legal wherever you're at, you really, I mean, it's hard for people to, you're not a violent person, to stab somebody. That's going to be That's a what tough I'm saying. thing. Because even if this person's attacking you, are you going to be ready to actually? No. No, yeah. so you're not going to use it. Um, the pepper spray can blow back on you. Maybe like one of those, I don't know, like a flashlight or something. And somebody may disagree with something, those little keychains that have a little something where if you just hit somebody, you may feel that you'd be more comfortable doing that. It gives you enough chance Than to create stabbing distance. stabbing someone. Right, to stab somebody is a very... Violent, and it's, it's a hard thing to do because <laughs> even when you're alarmed and being attacked, like breaking skin is not something I've ever done no, to anyone. No, so... I, Right, it sounds good. You might feel sure. safe. Oh, yes. well, I got this big knife. But first of all, you got to get that out of your pocket. And I don't know how to use a knife. You know, I don't know the best way to stab. To... What are you cutting? What are you yes. doing? And if he gets the knife out of your hand, you just gave him if he didn't have it. And a... now you gave him yeah. a weapon. All right, that was Thursday's show. We're at the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening this week, as always, which is just started last uh, episode. Um, I like to recommend something at the end of the episode because you've made it through. And um, it's a person, place, or thing that you think people, or that I think people would enjoy. And um, mine this week, I'm going to shout out to the ladies. Uh, I found the best primer slash concealer slash foundation. It's IT Cosmetics, and it's called Better Than Skin. Google it. It's the best foundation I've ever found, and it's, uh, it has SPF. And it just, every time I comment on a girl's skin, I'm like, you have great skin. She's like, it's foundation, and it's that foundation. So IT Cosmetics. Better than skin. Andrew? Yeah, I just, uh, I recommend following my Instagram. I'm really great. I'm very funny. (laughs) I mean, I'm a great comic. Soon I'm going to end up being selling out uh, bar shows for uh, rooms full of... Andrew T. Collin on Instagram. (laughs) No, no, but for real, I think, I honestly think if you want to work out boxing, it's changed my life. I've gone three times now, and uh, I really do. I recommend boxing, and it's class if you're in New York. Go to Rumble Boxing. It's really an amazing workout. And when you hit something, you really and you picture it as like your boss or something or something you hate a lot. It like gets things out, so then you could have a conversation with them without wanting to kill them. Interesting. I might need to try that just by listening to that last whole monologue you gave. <laughs> it really made me want to punch something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've really come full circle here. Uh, try boxing. Try that primer. Um, thank you for listening to the podcast. Rate and review. Subscribe. All of those things. Share it with your friends. Share it on your Instagram story. I saw a couple of you do that. Thank you so much. Come see us in Phoenix this weekend. And in two weekends, we're going to be at the West Palm Beach Improv in Florida. So get tickets. NikkiGlazer.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Squirt, squirt. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Thank you.